0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Good to Go podcast., uh, it's Craig here, and I also have Jordan. and last episode <laughs> we broke down the NFC East and the NFC West. and we're gonna continue our journey through the NFC and we're gonna this week we're gonna do the or this episode we're gonna do the NFC South and the NFC North. Just getting ready for free agency, which starts next week seeing it is March eleventh, so one week until the frenzy begins. Yeah. So I'm going to kick it over to Jordan, who's going to start us with the NFC North.
1: Hey, all right, here we go. We got the Green Bay Packers. Historically, a really good team, right? They did exceptionally well, made the playoffs, uh, brought in the new coach. Things were going pretty well, brought in some really key uh, defenders that really improved their defense, which ended up ranking out 18th, which, interestingly enough, is the same rank as their offense I feel like their offense, with having Aaron Rodgers in the running game that they had this year and the offensive-minded head coach, I would have expected to see that shake out a little higher, but I know they also dealt with a lot of injuries at wide receiver, unfortunately. Needs for them, I see this has always been an issue, or as of late especially, is offensive line. I feel like anytime you got a franchise quarterback, you need to invest draft capital and uh, cap space into the offensive line, and I don't know that they've done a good enough job of that. They've got the left tackle, Bakhtiari, who's done extremely well, but they're going to let, I think, Brian yeah, yeah. let him walk in free agency because of his injury history. Also, defensive line. I know they brought in Preston Smith, the Smith brothers, actually, who played really well on the edge, uh, getting after the passer. However they did not prevent the run very well. So I think they need an interior guy to help shore up that uh, defensive front. Because historically, the way you you like to stop a a quarterback that's as explosive as Aaron Rodgers is on the other side of the ball on the opposing team's offense, you want to run the ball, you want to shorten the game, right? And they can't, there that's easy to do when you don't have a defensive line that can stop the run so if they bring in a, def, a stout defensive lineman that can hold his own and at, at the point of attack and prevent the run then that will have them kicking the ball over punting the ball over if they try to keep it on the ground and shorten the game and get the ball back into Aaron Rodgers'
0: hands so with the Rodgers I know uh they're talking about cutting Jimmy Graham so that's going to be one uh-huh. target less I know he's had some injury problems yeah. uh, since his New Orleans days really but um uh, and Geronimo Allison is also a free agent. So you mentioned the injuries also. Devontae Adams, he was yeah, hurt he was a lot injured. of the season. Um, not all of it, but he still uh, missed some time. And it's just they need some consistency there.
1: Yeah, they're only uh, $20 million under the cap. So they've invested invested a lot of assets, I think, bringing in those defensive free agents last year. And, of course, you've got Aaron Rodgers' contract there counting against your cap, which is always tough. Uh, for free agencies... To help that offensive line, I would bring in Thune, the guard from the Pats. Oh, yeah. uh, he's a very versatile player, and he's been extremely healthy, which is what they this team really needs. They need a guy that's gonna, you know, come to work and be available, you know, week in and week out. So he's a good player. I could see them going after. They might have to splurge a little bit, uh, but I think it'd be well money well spent. The draft, we had mocked Xavier McKinney, the safety out of Alabama, to kind of hold it down on that back end to them. I think he'd be a great player for them. However, I do like Blacklock, the defensive tackle out of TCU, in regards to putting a monster in the middle on that defensive line and stopping the opposing team's rushing attack. So we'll see where they go there. All in all, I see this team as being very competitive. Of course, they have Aaron Rodgers. I don't really care for Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's much of a leader. Uh, He seems a little passive-aggressive, you know, when things don't go the way. The things that he says to the media, I think they're things that should more or less be said uh, behind closed doors and kind of keep it in-house. I don't think that's very good leadership. So I think we're going to continue to see them not be able to get over the hump and get back to the top of the mountain like he did with McCarthy. But they're going to be competitive in this division. That's a little bit lackluster, if you ask me. Now, moving on to the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, this team made it in as a uh, wild card. They had that game against New Orleans. That was rather interesting. I mean, could it have ended any better? I got so tired this (laughs) last offseason of hearing about the New Orleans Saints. And, yes, okay, sure, they were robbed. All right, that was an offensive or that was a pass interference. Yeah, Robey clobbered play, him. Right? He definitely he clobbered him. So you can't say it wasn't, but, you know, cry me a river. Just maybe play better. And so then to get to that same point and then have Kyle Rudolph perform what I think most would say was an offensive pass
0: interference. Beautiful poster. arm bar. It was a great yeah, arm it bar. Was.
1: And to have the refs not call it, uh, that was really interesting to see. So I personally, I was happy to see Sean Payton uh, cry his way home. That day, <laughs> Well, you've got the Minnesota Vikings here. Needs for me, and a lot of people might be like, "Oh, yeah, I don't know." They got a guy. I want to say quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he really stepped up his game when it seemed like his teammates were calling him out and not making, you know, more um, confident throws down the field. He came through statistically. I just feel like he just doesn't have it. I compare him, and this—he's the kind of guy I think Dak Prescott is, where he's never going to raise. Uh, the level of competition around him or the level of the players around him to be able to handle the task at hand and put him over the edge.
0: And he's had fumble issues. I mean, it's it's been apparent. He's just been a fumbling machine, to be honest. And wow. Just the talent around him. He should be doing better. And yeah. if you're getting a fully guaranteed contract mm-hmm. and you have that talent around you, Diggs. You have Diggs, you have Thielen, you have, Delvin Rube, Cook. You have Irv Smith, you have Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Like you say, the, the names just go on forever. And mm-hmm. it's like you're paying him all that guaranteed money he should be doing better and they were so close a couple of years back and now yeah. it's they've gotten worse yeah
1: so definitely I think quarterback and I, yeah you agree with me there that's they got to move on or at least get a, a rookie in there to maybe learn under him how he's a professional right um but the whole you like that thing i mean it's getting a little old <laughs> no, yeah I, I do appreciate his competitive edge but uh next i would say you know an eds rusher i know they have a lot of good defensive pieces but Boy, you got to bring heat off the edge this day and age, and it makes your cornerbacks better, and that's another place where they need help. Trey Waynes is a a free agent. Xavier Rhodes, you know, we kind of talked about him a couple episodes back. I think he's kind of shot, and they invested a lot of money in him. So a free agent, and you mentioned it for one of the NFC West teams, but I like Shaq Barrett. I know he's talking about staying in Florida, but if you can bring him in and get 15 sacks out of him, I just think it will make your team better when you can get after the quarterback possibly force a fumble get a short field and um, put points on the board
0: and this is a make or break year for Zimmer it really is like how long do you keep him around exactly like are you going to keep trying to throw that team out there I know like you said some of the defensive players have gotten worse over the last couple years and they they paid them the money so they're strapped with cap and they're not improving and is there room to improve? Can they keep Delvin Cook? Can, I know he hasn't even been he, – when he's on the field, oh, amazing. It's explosive. But you got to be on the field. Yeah. And are you going to pay him? Mm-hmm. And you bring back Anthony Barr and it's just your defense isn't yeah. – still effective, but, I mean, it isn't what it is. It was a couple no. years back. So it's a make or break year for Zimmer.
1: I agree. I agree. Uh, the draft – we had Christian Fulton, cornerback, TCU – fall into them uh yeah that's totally a mike zimmer pick cornerback you know trey waynes was the first guy first round guy as was xavier rhodes a few years back another kind of going out on a limb here as far as quarterbacks go do they trade back in to the first round maybe the top of the first round and get jacob eason the quarterback out of washington that would be interesting you know let him learn under Kirk cousins how to be a professional you know a guy that can A lot of teams or uh, scouts are saying he can throw the ball over the field. Just doesn't do well with pressure in his face. Offensive rank was 16. So that's not bad, right there in the middle of things. And then defense, 14. So again, what is it? You know, we talk about these ranks and, you know, statistics and all this stuff, but teams need to just, there's something that they need to have. It's sort of this intangible asset that gets them to the top of the mountain. And this team just doesn't have it to me. They they can beat bad teams all day long, but when push comes to shove, they just they collapse under the pressure. So I see this team as being mild, mildly competitive, only because they've done an, an actually a pretty decent job drafting. But I think that window is is quite small.
0: Could for, be closing fast, and if it is with or it could be a we could see something crazy in the next couple of years with them. Yeah.
1: All right, next on to the Chicago Bears. Boy, what a disappointment. I mean, what a terrible way to end the 2018 season. Cody Parkey shanking that field goal. <laughs> <laughs> to come into that season, you know, everybody's acting like they're going to be a good team and then just be totally terrible. Their offensive rank, 29. What is with these offensive-minded coaches? 29th. Thought Mitch was the safe. Everybody <laughs> trending upward again. Right? Yo, we have to go back in, and do a segment on the twenty seventeen yeah, draft. <laughs> yeah, oh boy, that's just terrible. I almost feel sorry for him. So needs here. I think it's a glaring need. Quarterback. You got to go somewhere else
0: here. And you could see them. I know their name is brought up with Andy Dalton sweepstakes. I know I'm not going to hmm. call him sweepstakes per se, but I mean yeah, he's it could not. be a hot commodity. I think he's a decent quarterback, but. Uh, their name he's brought up all the time as I hear Dalton Chicago Dalton Chicago that would definitely be I think a better direction I think it would bring more stability to the team because they have weapons around him just like we discussed earlier yeah. with the Vikings there's weapons there it yeah. would be nice to just be able to use them and not mm-hmm. be held back by that he did improve later on in the year it seemed like the yardage started coming up a little bit but it wasn't consistent I, so you know I think I, that was they played the
1: Giants <laughs> like oh there you go there you go <laughs> no the Giants have a tendency to make you know Quarterbacks that have been written off look like MVP candidates, and I think that's what happened there. But you know what? I did watch their first game against Green Bay. It was it was quite close there. And I feel like Nagy just has had such a leash on the kid. He doesn't. I feel like Trubisky threw a really nice deep sideline ball, but he just doesn't let him do it. I think he's just put him in such a box, and, and it's, it's sad to see. And there's
0: a situation at the end of the one game. I, I can't remember the actual game, but I, it, was, it was a primetime game. And it's just like, they kept panning over to him and are they going to bring him back in? And then oh, yeah. they were in between what they were doing. And, and I can't remember which new, it might've been NBC was just eating that up. They yeah, loved right. yeah. that there was, there was no clear direction. Did he get benched? Was someone warming up? It yeah. was, it was such a weird situation. And if that is your franchise quarterback, why yeah. would you do that? You either ride or die at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, what were, what about the other games? So you decided that game on that stage to do that. It was just very awkward. And yeah. it, it raised a lot of questions. I know, if the next morning.
1: Yeah. I think if they have another year in 2020, like they did in 2019, there's another coach that'll be uh, looking for a job, uh, free agency acquisitions. As far as uh, protecting your, any quarterback that you have, improving your run run game. I think they should go after Graham Glasgow. He's a center guard. So again, he's another versatile guy from the lions. He's healthy, right? So he's a consistent player. He didn't allow a single sack in 2019. Wow. So with Kyle Long retiring, there's a huge hole there, right on the right side. So bringing Graham Glasgow, there's only 16 million under the cap, but hey, that's the bed that they have made for themselves, and they're now lying in with the Khalil Mack situation, and they've given, up, they gave up all sorts of draft capital. Why well, we could go on and on about that. I. And from my perspective, I believe that John Gruden won that trade.
0: It, was, it started off, what uh, Mac was scorching off the beginning, oh, and everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, they got it fleeced." Like LT, yeah, they yeah. fleeced the Raiders. But uh, it's come back down to earth. I know their defense. We mentioned what's still eighth. But,
1: defense is eighth. Yeah. But is I mean,
0: how's that really helping you now? If you can't, if you can't move the ball. Yeah. And you bring in oh. Allen Robinson. You bring in other talent, and they use Cohen great one year, and then it's like, all right, well. He's a one-trick pony there. It looks like that. I don't know what they're doing with him there either. So, yeah. but but Montgomery, I know they got the young back there. Maybe he can keep moving forward. And they got, like I said, they have talent around. Yeah, but know. it's Trubisky might be holding them back.
1: Yeah, maybe. Oh, with their draft, of course they don't have any first-round picks. They actually have two seconds. I was reading, so perhaps they trade back in, or they could make a bold move and package Mac and trade him (laughs) and get back into the first round and maybe grab one of these quarterbacks. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe they package a deal and kind of um, unload his contract onto some other team that's looking to, you know, uh, vault themselves over the top here with that edge rush
0: it'd be a tough sell to the fans I can tell you that yeah. I, I know uh, <laughs> they love some Khalil Mack in Chicago yeah. I mean I think the Trubisky I know they sold a lot of Trubisky jerseys but I think they could easily convince that fan base that it's they should go a different direction but I yeah. think they love Mack they mm-hmm. love Mack there
1: all right our last team here in the NFC North the Detroit Lions Matt Patricia is the head coach boy what a disappointing year um they're set to pick third overall in April's NFL draft. Needs here, defensive line for sure. Damon Harrison, they're gonna let him go. I know he had a pretty stout contract. Retiring,
0: I know it's he's on okay. the, probably ends up retiring. Yeah.
1: Uh cornerback, you know, they're talking about moving um, Slay. Yes. Right, Darius Slay. I, I don't think they should do that. I think they should hang on to him here. And, uh, offensive line, of course, you've got Matt Stafford. So your quarterback situation, he's a good quarterback, but again, I think he's, for me, he falls into that, uh, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott category where he just doesn't have it, the intangible that you need.
0: He can throw it all over the place. It's he just can. last year was health. And it's so weird for a quarterback That's that true. was an iron man going into that, like yeah. all these situations, he's been very consistent when he's on the field and he's been on the field. I mean, yeah. he was thrown for 5,000 yards mm-hmm. and, uh. It's just that team ran into so many injuries. Like, Carrion Johnson gets hurt, and then yeah. Bo Scarborough running for them. I forgot he even existed. <laughs> yeah. I know my friend always brings him up and everything like that. But uh, <laughs> they they have some – they have talent there. Galladay is a great receiver. Yeah. Great receiver. And uh, TJ Hawkinson, I think, is an amazing tight end, mm-hmm. too. So, it's just like, where is it? Yeah, what's just, missing Can here? they stay healthy? Yeah.
1: Their offense is ranked 17th. So, right in the middle of the pack, their defense was 31, which – Boy, what's the deal with these? He's a defensive-minded coach, and the defense is terrible.
0: They bring in Trey Flowers. and Trey Flowers,
1: boy. I, You know, I felt like they were competitive early on. Early on, I did see their first game against Green Bay, and there was a blown call there, roughing the passer call on none other than Aaron Rodgers, of course, Trey, Trey Flowers, and it was just a terrible call, and it turned that game around completely. And I feel like their their season just kind of capsized after that. It was over for them. Free seems agency. to be a
0: theme with them too uh they I know Trey flowers took a couple hands of the face penalties late in the game later on in the season that that's what it was. were like egregious yeah. egregious calls that yeah. made no sense he was not even touching the guy and it's just it sucks because it's Detroit and you know yeah feel for him I know that yeah. I relate to Buffalo with them just, right. <laughs> I want them to someday be good and it's, just, yeah. it's tough but
1: so uh free agency here I'd like to see them go after Chris Harris You know, he's a veteran cornerback. If you pair him with Darius Slay, I think that will help their pass rush if they got some guys that can lock it down in the back end. Not that I would call Chris Harris a lockdown quarterback at this point in his career, but I think he's quite serviceable. So you pair him with Slay, and then if they draft Chase Young, that's who we had mocked to him. And you put him opposite uh, Trey Flowers, as we were talking about, and now you've got those two cornerbacks you know, a good running back in Davis there, number 40, then you might have something there for Matt Patricia to now get his defense back up Chase in the of the pack.
0: Could possibly be the best player in the draft. And that if, Detroit, if he did fall in Detroit's lap, which some people we've mocked, some people have mocked, I think uh, – I know a lot of people want them to go mm-hmm. other directions, but I don't think you can – you can't go a different direction at that point. Will you yeah. trade back at that for a surplus of picks? Yeah. Maybe, but how far are you willing to fall? I mm-hmm. mean – If it was me, I'd want to go chase Young. But I mean, if someone wanted to jump up from, like, say Miami, wanted to jump five to three for some reason, they were scared about the quarterback sliding, or who knows? uh, Maybe you can fall back a little bit and get some more surplus later on in draft picks. But Chase Young, if he's there, you got to go that direction, especially with a struggling defense.
1: Oh, absolutely! It'd make them relevant. That's all I got for the NFC North, Greg. What do you think about this NFC
0: South? The NFC South, okay, it's been up and down every year. It's You never know with that division. I mean, yeah. some team takes off. You had Carolina in the Super Ooh. Bowl a little bit a while ago, and then you had Atlanta blowing leads against New England. Mm. And then uh, New Orleans just seems to be there all the time. It's just they can't get over the hump since that, that Super Bowl win. So, but uh, we're going to kick it off in New Orleans. So they do not have a lot of cap space. they got about $12 million. So it's not a lot of cap space like I just heard that, but 12 million, but it could be down to 9.3 million in cap. Mm. So it's not a lot. It's, I know they got a couple things going on. But they ranked uh, defensively 11th last year, which That's is good. pretty impressive for that that defense. And then mm-hmm. offense, they ranked 9th. We know the offense is going to be there. Other uh, team needs linebacker and another wide receiver. I know they plug and play a lot of people besides Michael Thomas. But if they can get someone opposite of Michael Thomas, I think that would yeah. be great. Um I think if they bring back Von Bell, that could be what they should look at in free agency and possibly A.J. Klein, too. They don't want to – one of their needs is linebacker, so why would you want to lose Klein as well? He seemed to do well in that defense. Uh, I would try to keep him, but you could also look at Joe Sherbert. So you never know for Schubert. out of Cleveland. Yes, uh, maybe that could be a player. I I could see him as a Sean Payton kind of player coming in there and helping stabilize that position. And then uh, for corners, because they're losing Eli Apple most likely. Yeah. Um, Ronald Darby's coming off some injuries. Maybe okay. they can plug Ronald Darby in. Uh, he's mm-hmm. quick when he's healthy. He's he's effective. I mean, he's not the best corner out there. He's got his uh, he's got some holes in his game. But I mean, I think pair him up there. You got Lattimore on the other side. And if you bring, like I mm-hmm. mentioned, bring back Bomb Bell, mm-hmm. I think they'll be set in the secondary. I think it'd be an improved secondary. Uh, possible draft pick at twenty four. I know we went with uh, Ayuk out of uh, Arizona State. Yep. And uh, we really didn't expand on it too much but I think just the way he moves after the catch yeah I think what he could do for breeze is you don't have to really worry about you can you can get it to him kind of like it's you can get it to him in the flat and you can mm-hmm. see where he goes from there and just pairing him with the other weapons they have on offense uh, could have it could be it could be a fun offense yeah it's, it's always a fun offense but just to add to that yeah. so we'll see. Um, but they could also look at Jefferson. I mean, he's the LSU receiver, mm-hmm. so yeah, makes sense. They see him every day. I mean, yeah. he's right there, he's in their face, he's in their newspaper. So, yeah. that could be some consistency across from Michael Thomas. Mm. Um, but I think they will continue to fight for the top. Of that they're going to be there, they're going to be there at the top. They, it's some other teams have taken a step back. I know Atlanta kicked it on later on. We're about to cover them, but Tampa Bay. They could be in transition, you know, who knows? We'll cover them again in a second, but Carolina, I think they're going to, they're close to a rebuild, if not full on rebuild mode. So I think uh, the division, I think they will be fine. Mm -hmm. I I think they're going to win the division next year and could be breezes last year. We'll see what goes down with the Taysom Hill stuff. I know they placed that first round tender on them, which I don't think any team in the league is going to compensate them a first-round pick for Taysom Hill. No offense to Taysom Hill; he's great at what he does for the niche yeah. role or niche role he has. But yeah. just a, a first-round pick—that's that's tough, tough in my mm-hmm. opinion. But mm-hmm. so I, I see them once again winning that division next year. But yeah. if they can just uh, keep uh, shoring up a couple of the holes on the defense and then look maybe for some more youth at wide receiver, I think mm-hmm. they'll be fine. Moving on to Atlanta. So uh, they finished 7-9 and nine last year. Uh, they ranked 20th on defense and 5th on offense. So the consistency is oh, still there wow. on offense. Yeah. But the defense, which you have Dan Quinn, kind of like how I mentioned with uh, Mike Zimmer, it's like, you bring these guys in, and Patricia as well. You bring these yeah. guys in. You're hoping your defense is outstanding. Now yeah. I know Atlanta runs into seems like defensive injuries every single year. They do. They, they just yeah. can't get out of their own way with injuries. So yeah. maybe maybe it's time for them to fire their uh, their trainers and everything else yeah. and go a different direction. Maybe <laughs> build a new uh, weight room or something like that. Who knows? But uh, yeah. but right now they have to rely on those players that have been getting injured because yeah. they only have four million dollars in cap space. Wow, four million dollars in cap space. And that is including letting Hooper walk out the door. Wow! The best tight, tight one in. of the best tight ends in the league last year. Hooper just walking out the door. Going to lose wow. Beasley, uh, they, so they they have a need a tight end. They have a need at edge. They need to have a need at linebacker. They have a need at secondary. It just goes on and on and on. But they could possibly look at for tight ends. They could look at Nick O'Leary from Miami. I know uh, okay. he's kind of a quieter player, but um, maybe add some consistency there. Uh, Charles Clay. I know he kind of disappeared since uh since his Buffalo days and he went to Arizona, but uh, they can maybe look there. They have to go cheap. That's what I'm saying. Some of these players aren't going to be like, oh, shocking names. It's just, they don't have any money. So I, it's just tough to figure out what they're going to do. They're going to have to hope someone takes a deal that wants to play there. Mm -hmm. Maybe a Danny Trevathan coming to help with linebacker, but is he priced Mm -hmm. out of there? You never know. Or Carl, Carl Nassib had a good, good year in Tampa, but is he even too expensive for them? What Mm -hmm. are they going to do? So it's, it's tough because of the cap issue that they're in. And yeah. They're losing Freeman. Coleman mm. walked last year. It's, they got receivers. <laughs> Good yeah. for them there. And then you got Matt Ryan. He's only 34. But it's 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 tough right now to see what they're going to do with mm. only $4 million in cap. So for the draft pick, um, I can't remember who we had mocked there. But um, I was thinking maybe Clayvon Chasen or even DJ Henderson. That could, that could fill one of their roles yeah
1: we had chasing
0: going to okay him, so there we go fact. i i, I know his name was sticking out to me for some reason so yeah. clavon chasing i think could be a game changer for them and yeah. help him and i think we mentioned when we did is that as a dan quinn kind of player totally. right there athletic yeah. freak freak at athlete Tech and, mckinley and, yes, at and UCLA, yes just someone that can come in there and just go nuts yeah and uh, that would be that would help them a lot because i think mm-hmm. they need to get back to playing defense better just cross their fingers yeah. and hope people can stay healthy um they finished the second half of the year very strong last year. Very strong. Um they did. They beat a lot of good teams. And they started off slow yeah. and a lot of people were, were going for Dan Quinn's head saying let's get rid of him, but the yeah. way he finished, he saved his job the second half of the year. Wow. So um I it's tough to see them competing with New Orleans though up top. I mean, mm, I they just need to that. stay healthy but yeah. It's it's hard to improve, so they're going to have to hope they hit on these draft picks and that they contribute right away. Mm -hmm. But uh, I can't see them making a big splash again next year. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's move on to Tampa Bay. So they were 7-9 last year. They have $80 million in cap. Whoa. Yes, but I'll get into why they do in a second. But uh, defensive ranks uh, (laughs) They don't have any players. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So defense, uh, they ranked 15th, which is surprising to me. I I was pretty impressed with the 15th ranking. I know it's not great shakes, but I mean. Todd still, Bowles, Yeah, Todd Bowles did improve that uh, that defense, and then their offense was third, even with all the interceptions. They were still. We, now, we, now, folks, when we talk about this, we're talking about yards. So yeah. they had their Base yards. So yards. that's what the NFL bases off total offense. We're going with the same total offense, and that's yards. So mm-hmm. it doesn't equate to interceptions no. and stuff. But they scored a lot of <laughs> points as well. So um, their team needs obviously quarterback. Mm. Pretty much starts and stops there. Yeah. So Jameis Winston's gone. Pretty much, I know it's not official until the league year starts, but he's gone. And then I heard something today that they are going to make a push for Brady. Whether he goes there, I, oh, I don't think wow. – I can't see him going there. I personally believe Teddy Bridgewater should go there, Ooh. try to resur- continue to resurrect his career. Yeah. And I think with Arians, I think just like how he performed with Sean Payton, he'll have a chance there, a good chance. Okay, yeah. Give him Chris Godwin. Do you keep OJ Howard? You have all the money. You might as well just keep him. Yep, Mike Evans. You have people. Cameron Brate's the backup tight end. He's a serviceable tight end everywhere else. So you have the weapons around him. I know running back, Ronald Jones. Oh, sure, yeah. Second-year guy. You have weapons around him. It's just, can Bridgewater perform the way he did Mm -hmm. when Breeze went down there? But with Arians, I I feel like he would. Yeah. So, But they need to re-sign Shaq Barrett. That is what I'm Mm -hmm. putting as one of their top needs as well, too. They have the money. Why wouldn't they throw it at him? Yeah, I mean, you have to spend the money at some point. So bringing Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think he's going to break the bank per se. He's not going to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. So you're going to have the space. You might as well look to try to bring back Shaq Barrett and keep that defensive ranking trending up.
1: That sounds like a good plan. I think I actually read where Shaq Barrett said he wants to stay in
0: Florida because of the tax situation. Perfect. Uh, Well, yeah, definitely with the tax situation. I think just with Bruce Arians, He's a players coach. People hmm. love that guy. Yeah, yeah. So they you should be using him like a college coach recruiter. Just you, yeah. know, you should crush and crush and crush and every day with Bruce Arians. Yeah. Throw Bruce Arians in everybody's face. But <laughs> we'll <is>. see. Um <laughs> He is so, charismatic. Yes, definitely. A funny guy. Uh, so uh possible draft picks. So we have 14. Um who did we have going there? Oh, uh, let me see here.
1: We had CJ Henderson, cornerback. So, that Clark. would, yes,
0: that would help. That would help. Yeah. They need cornerback as a need as well. They're secondary. But um, I also think if Patrick Queen is there, I know we had him going way oh, late man. in our draft, but yeah. you never know. If Shaq Barrett does leave, you can throw him in there or you can pair him with Shaq Barrett. Just having Patrick Queen there, too, could help. And that's still another great young player to put in that defense, and then hopefully he performs the way he did in college.
1: Another LSU linebacker.
0: Yes, team, yes, you know. that LSU team. So their outlook, I think if they can keep the defense intact for the most part and maybe add a young piece, I think they'll keep trending up. I think with Bridgewater, he's going to take down the turnovers, and that could help the defense right there. It's, I mean, yeah. they were on the field a lot. Mm-hmm. so Short fields. And with 15th yeah. rank, being on the field all the time, being tired, and it's – I think, I think they can keep trending up. <laughs> Whether they fight for the division, I still think that might be a couple years <laughs> out. Let's see what they do a quarterback. Yeah. We'll go from there. And then to finish off with the Panthers, 5-11, and, 11, five 11 and I, they were that tie, weren't they? Yes. Yep. Yeah. 5-11-1. And, and, and then uh, they ranked 23rd yeah. on defense and offense 19th. They have $34.5 million in cap. So team needs. They have cornerback, edge, defensive tackle, guard, possibly QB. There's wow. a lot of stuff going on there. So uh, I know Brad, uh, Brad Berry's gone. I have a couple other players that they've let go there. The corners have just been walking out the door ever since yeah. Norman. So it is what it is, but uh possible free agent targets. I was thinking Trey Waynes possibly mm, okay. from uh, Minnesota. Yep. And uh, I was also looking at possibly Shaq Lawson. I know I mentioned him with a couple other teams. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be um, for these teams that are kind of on the cusp of rebuilding. He's a younger player. Didn't really work out yet in Buffalo. He might stay in Buffalo, but mm-hmm. if he is available, Teams with a little bit of cap, I think, might go for him. So yeah. I think Shack Lawson that defense would be pretty, uh, pretty impressive. And then I had Glasgow there as well, too. Oh, okay. Uh, so maybe yeah. uh, we'll see. But a possible draft pick uh, seventh, we had Derek Brown, and I still stand by that. Oh, unless Akuda is there, and uh, <laughs> you can lick your chops at Akuda. But I, I, I think. I think Derek Brown, even with the combine, like we mentioned before, I think oh. would be a monster, and it would shore it up on the inside. He's a,
1: a monster in the middle there.
0: Yes, and they're they, game wrecker. They're not the same defensive line they were back when oh, they were in the no. Super Bowl. Yep. So, uh, I think that could bring some youth. And if this team is rebuilding, I mean, why wouldn't they be? They they signed Matt Rule to the seven year contract. Yeah, So I know that that kept them out of New York. I, it I, I don't did. Know how you feel about that? We can discuss that <laughs> later. But I mean, they have he has time. Mm-hmm. So youth and. Just keep moving forward and see where Cam is this year. Maybe they give it a go this year, and maybe they see halfway through the season it is time to blow it up. But uh, I don't see him competing next year.
1: No, I'd have to agree.
0: But, Jordan, that uh, concludes us finishing up with the NFC North and NFC South, which also concludes us finishing up with the NFC altogether. So I know uh, in the upcoming episodes we're going to break down the AFC, so I'm looking forward to that. And we'll keep walking towards free agency. But that's good to go and uh, good to go football. And hope you listen, and we'll see you next time.